This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download the Fan app. And now it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. Studios in the Battery Atlantis, the Buck Blue Show on the Fan 680 and 937. Good morning to you and yours. Hopefully your day's off to a great start. DT ready to go. So I was scrambling for some headsets there. You all set now, Buck? All right, normally somebody, somebody steal got, those. Normally we've got like three or four in the studios. We didn't have any uh, in the studio this morning. All good now. So I was out there. Uh, Talking to Colin McHugh. And uh, it's time to go on the air with no headsets. What a natural Colin was hanging out with the locker room. He's good. He's going he's gonna to be just fine in his next endeavor, I believe, Buck. Yeah, he did a great job in that Braves uniform, man. Getting guys out. We need more guys like that. No doubt about it. And then I was coaching up home team and Finn and John Michaels on the Falcons quarterback situation. So we are coming in hot today on this hump day Wednesday. A lot to get to. Short time to get there. DT, we better get to work, brother. Bucks. Big. Take. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. You may have heard that somewhere before. The soap opera involving the Chicago Bears and quarterback Justin Fields has kicked into high gear. All right, the latest is this. Fields now follows Falcons players Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and Bajan Robinson on Instagram. That's right, he's following those guys on the gram. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. And get this, Fields is no longer following the Chicago Bears on Instagram. Oh, no, Buck. So reading the tea leaves, you know I love this, DT. Reading the tea leaves, I can't get enough of it. This tells me the Bears have made a decision privately to trade fields, keep the number one pick, and likely draft Caleb Williams. Here's how it goes down. The Bears will make a formal decision next week at the Combine. 
after examining and meeting with Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels, and after taking final offers on the number one pick. Right now, they're leaning towards dropping fields and selecting Caleb Williams. Gone. And Fields has found this out. And in order to maintain leverage, they will pull the trigger on a Justin Fields trade prior to the free agent signing frenzy that kicks off March 13th. Now, the Falcons are likely interested in Fields. And look, I think it's uh, smart of the Falcons to be uh, to be judging the situation very closely. They should be interested in Fields as an option coming to Atlanta and being the Falcons QB1. They should be examining this. The cost would be less than that of trading up into the top three and taking one of the big three quarterbacks. Plus, Fields has game experience in the NFL, has a head start in his NFL development compared to these kids coming out of college. But let me be real. Fields has a couple of issues that concerns me. One is that Fields appears to be an introvert which I don't think translates into being a leader of grown men on the football field. I don't think that translates. So to me, you got to be able to do two things to be an NFL quarterback and be a good NFL quarterback. Number one, you got to be able to lead grown men. And we don't hear enough about that, but I'm here to talk about it. And then number two, You've got to be able to process information quickly at the line of scrimmage before chaos takes place after the snap of the ball. And I have not seen Justin Fields do that at Georgia. He ran a system-specific offense at Ohio State that really took advantage of his the strengths of Justin Fields. I don't see a lot of people running that offense in the NFL. In fact, I don't see anybody running that Ohio State offense in the NFL. So I have not seen him process information quickly at the snap of the ball. And those two things concern me. Fields does not appear to be a leader and is not comfortable processing information quickly. And, you know, the best I can tell, I've got question marks on whether Caleb Williams can be a quality leader at the NFL level. So I think the Bears have a big dilemma on what to do there, too. So here's how it goes down. All right, the Bears are going to make a formal decision next week at the Combine. After examining and meeting with Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Jaden Daniels. And then taking those final offers on the number one pick. I mean, they'll say, okay, now's the time before free agency kicks in and we lose some leverage, we need your best offer on Justin Fields or the number one pick. Final offer time. What do you got? Now, the hope here is that my Falcons pass on the opportunity of bringing in Justin Fields. 
and invest in a quarterback that can lead and that can process information quickly. Like, say, a uh, Jaden Daniels. And there's my big take as we get the show started today. So, yeah, DT, what do you make? So Instagram now, uh, part of this soap opera where Fields has dropped the bears on the gram and has now started to follow London, Pitts, and Bajan Robinson. What does that tell you? My personal opinion uh, is that it's wishful thinking on Justin Fields' part. I think he would love to come play here um, in his hometown of Atlanta. And sure he would. He wants to uh, get that rumor rumor started, I guess, or show show his affinity and show the, the fact that he would love if Atlanta made a move to bring him here. Now, look, he would be very affordable when he showed up in Atlanta. Yeah, and how much the longer? Finances are huge when it comes to the NFL quarterback position also. How much so that's a big left? factor. So it's, he's going to be a bargain as he plays out this first contract that he's playing under right now. But that thing's going to come to an end here very soon. And it's going to be time to re-up with Justin Fields. And so... Better be sure you're making the right move here because now have you seen the market value in a second contract situation for a quarterback in the NFL? I mean, you're talking about paying him $40 million a year minimum. And if you make a move with a with considerable draft capital, uh, you're going to have some egg on yeah. your face if you don't make that um, sign that second contract with him. Yeah, so this is uh, this is huge. I mean, this is the biggest story in Atlanta is the Falcons quarterback situation. What are the Falcons going to do? And look, I, I'm a Falcons man. I'm a, I'm a Falcons fan. I want to see my Falcons get it right. And so the time is now, man. I mean, Raheem Morris, you got to get this right. Fontenot, you got to get this right. I mean, the, the city of Atlanta, the Falcons fan base, we're counting on you to get it right. But please know Russell Wilson. And his entourage. Please know Kirk Cousins. And his salary. <laughs> uh, torn Achilles. Yeah. You know, there's he's a not lot. a spring chicken anymore. There's I a lot of these options, left, but, yeah. man, that I keep hearing about. And we're going to talk about it at uh, the bottom of the hour. We're going to get back to this topic. Because there's some more that uh, you need to unload on this topic a little later in the show. Right now, though, I'm all excited about this big news coming out of the Braves spring training camp. For the latest on the Braves, it's time to go shopping. All right, big news out of the first week of Braves spring training. Spencer Strider has uh, adding a curveball to his assortment of pitches. So what do we got going on here? Well, Strider is attempting to uh, improve. You got to love that, brother. Coming off the season that he had, and he's looking to get better. How refreshing is that? Get the win this time, mustache boy. He's not uh, He's not settling on uh, the season where he went 20-5 and five with that 3-8-6, where he struck out 281 guys in 186 innings. Nah, child's play. Yeah, he's not, he's not going to sit and say, you know what, I finally made it. No. Spencer Strider has decided I'm going to get better. So I'm going to add a third pitch. I'm going to further my development. So Spencer goes from a two-pitch dude, fastball slider, two hard pitches. 
And he's going to a three-pitch guy. Two hard pitches and a breaking ball. Off-speed pitch. And by adding an off-speed pitch, this is diabolical. I mean, this is epic. Last season, Strider threw the four-seam fastball at 98 miles an hour. He threw it 62.6% of the time. And he threw the hard slider 31.4% of the time. So those two hard pitches, he threw 93% of the time. Now, he, he tried to throw a changeup, and he threw that 7% of the time, but it, it was not something he wants to move forward with. It wasn't good enough. So it makes sense to add an off-speed pitch to get major league hitters off the hard stuff. To throw off the timing, major league hitters. Give them a third pitch to consider. Because right now, when these major league hitters, a year ago, when they stepped up to the plate, they were able to guess, okay, it's going to be a fastball or it's going to be a slider. Two hard pitches. So I'm, I'm sitting on the hard, fast pitch. And I, I don't have to worry about anything else. Now there's a third pitch into that guessing equation. Advantage pitcher. He can utilize his curveball in two different ways. Number one, throwing the curveball in the first pitch of the at-bat. Because a lot of these hitters are going to say, if I see the curveball on a first pitch in an at-bat, I'm going to lay off. I'm going to lay off that curveball. I'm going to take it. So if you could throw that first pitch curveball for a strike, now you're up 0-1 in the count. You're ahead in the count. Advantage pitcher. And then you need to be able to throw it in a second way, and that is to bury it deep in the count to try to make them chase it down in the zone. So when you got two strikes on a guy, you're not trying to throw it for a strike. You're trying to throw it, bury it down in the zone, down in the dirt, hoping that he'll chase it. Got to be able to throw it for a strike on a first pitch where the batter takes it. And then throw it with two strikes, trying to get him to chase. Now, the result, if he can command the curveball in those two ways, the result will be this. More effective is what he's going to be. He's going to give up fewer home runs. It's going to be less stress with all those hard pitches, pitch after pitch of the fastball at 98, the slider at 90. It's going to be less stress on him. He's going to go deeper in the games. His ERA is going to go down. Instead of being second, he's going to win the Cy Young. It's a genius move by Strider. And I'm impressed by his willingness to focus on improving after having a career year. You go, Spencer Strider. Diabolical going to be huge epic and i think what happened was what happened in the postseason where the phillies got to him twice was he said you know i've got to i've got to make an adjustment here i've got to be the man when we get to the postseason so how do i improve you add an off-speed pitch
Didn't like the changeup. It's not like that this is the first time he's ever thrown a curveball. I mean, he's thrown a curveball back in junior high, middle school, and just settled in on the two pitches. Now he's added this curveball off-speed pitch, and I can't wait to see more of it. If you want to see it, uh, you can check it out on social media. The Braves have him throwing to Matt Olson. Uh, first day of spring training, a first squ- a full squad workout. And you, you watch Strider throw that to Matt Olson and see what it did to Olson. And it's going to put a smile on your face, brother. So Spencer Strider getting better. Love it. All right, coming up on the other side, we're going to dive into the NFL. Got a lot going on. Chris Mortensen's going to be with us. It's the Buck Baloo Show with headsets here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomclosets.com, and then call us for a free in-home consultation. Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. We're streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of coming. Beaver Direct, fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Let them wow you at Beaver Toyota up and coming. The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. Moore joins us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. And more, we got a lot going on, man. Got the combine coming up. Free agency's going to happen soon. Falcons are searching for the right answer at quarterback. And more, with all that in mind, I was monitoring Instagram. I don't know if you do this, but more than I caught wind of it, that Justin Fields does not follow the Chicago Bears on Instagram, but he started following right. Kyle Pitts, Bajon Robinson, and Drake London. More, what do you think about that? Well, I think it's 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 uh, Justin Fields telling the Falcons, "I want to come play with you," and uh, and and that's simply. And we've seen this happen with many other players, by the way. So, you know, I, I spoke to somebody last week, late last week, who told me, I don't know who the Bears quarterback is going to be, but I can tell you who it's not going to be. And he was referring to Justin Fields as the guy being who won't be there. Yeah. So, and, and uh, this is really a matter of, do the Falcons want to go that route? I mean, since Raheem Morris has come on as head coach, Terry Fontenot's GM, uh, you know, the sense I got from the Falcons is 
they wanted to find their next Matt Ryan. In other words, a rookie that would be with them for 15 years. And rather than have to deal with the uncertainty of a massive quarter uh, contract. And that's what Justin Fields, who has uncertainty about him, by the way, uh, in quite a bit, he's got some really, you know, some of the things that flashed, as you see, that's great. But there's a lot of other things that are uncertain, and he's going to be doing a, a contract within a year. So that, that's that's a t- that's not that's not the Matt Ryan model that I was that I had heard about. Right. Yeah. He didn't look like the worst option to me for the Falcons, and in fact, I think it's sort of a middle of the road option for the Falcons. I think they're actually worse options out there. What do you think the market will be for Fields? You think there'll be uh, a lot would- of interest? No, I don't. Uh, but you know, it only takes two for the for, for the value to be something. Uh, you know, I think it'd be three or four teams who will have interest. But they, one of the teams I thought would definitely be interested. Because uh, no, nobody's showing their hand right now, Buck. So we're going to uh, have you know, to soon. I thought the Steelers would be one of those teams, and now you're hearing no, they're not. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think it's a second round pick and maybe something else. Right. I mean, you're not giving up a top 10 pick for Justin Fields. I'm hoping that the Patriots would fall in love with Fields. And then, therefore, with their uh, third pick in that first round, they may go Marvin Harrison Jr. with that third pick. And the Falcons might be able to move up to four with Phoenix and be able to take one of those top three quarterbacks there. Yeah, I, that's a good scenario. Uh, the Patriots are interesting because, you know, let's face it, the, the greatest quarterback they ever had was not a, was not a top five pick. Uh, and and you know, to, to get a guy like Justin Fields in their division, which is a tough division, uh, you know, you you know, you you've got some pretty good defensive teams in that division with the Jets. And the Bills, especially, uh, you know, maybe it fits. And to get a Marvin Harrison Jr., Lord knows they have a tough time finding receivers. Yeah, new, re- new regime they, up they, there. They, they, do, they do have to get a quarterback with the new regime. All right. So, what what are your thoughts on the Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield? Where are they heading there? Are they willing to match an offer out in free agency? Or are they done with Baker? I I don't see a way that Baker is not playing with the Bucks. I mean, it, it just that would just that would that would surprise me. Now, let me ask you a question. I just said, watch out for Justin Fields. A lot of you know, fifty fifty in terms of question. You know, being a good option, not a good option. Would you rather have Baker Mayfield or Justin Fields? Gosh, that is a that's an interesting question there. I might give the edge to Mayfield right now, uh, just because I see Baker Mayfield out there leading the team, a uh, right. guy that that looks like he's got a lot to prove. Uh, yeah, I don't see that in Fields, so I, I might give the edge to Mayfield right there. And, and if you look at the history on, on Baker, and I'm going back to college, you know, let's face it, with somebody that people always have tried to throw away. 
he just keeps coming back. And, you know, and he's got physical talent, except for the height. Yeah, and he but, ran uh, that Rams offense well, which is what Zach Robinson's going to run here. Yeah, Zach's had an experience with him. But I, I just can't see the Buccaneers letting him go. So they'll match I mean, whatever. I, I mean, Mike, now Mike Evans, the Buccaneers, uh, you know, star receiver, I, I think he may go. And, and I've, I've I've heard for a while that Patrick Mahomes and and Mike Evans have a little uh, romance, you know. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. How about the world champs, the Chiefs? They're going to say goodbye to Chris Jones and Legereus Sneed. I see where they've drafted what like three or four cornerbacks over the last two years, so they might be able to cover up Sneed, the cornerback. But Chris Jones, how in the world are they going to replace him? Uh, they're not. I mean, otherwise they can't replace him. So they got to figure out a way to keep him. Unless they simply said, well, we've done pretty well here. We've got three, you know, we've got some Super Bowl rings and we can't afford to do it with a lot of people. We we survived Tyreek Hill, but that's different. Chris Jones, hey, he won the Super Bowl for them. You can talk about Pat Mahomes all you want, and you should. But when you really look at how they won the Super Bowl this year, it was Chris Jones and that defense and LeJarrius Sneed and everything. But Chris Jones is just too valuable to give up. they got to figure out a way. All right, Maureen, I'm getting geared up for the Combine. Uh, looking forward to that next week. Uh, I'm just curious. Uh, I see where these teams get all these interview opportunities, but – they're 15 minutes. Mort, can you really get to know uh, specifically no. one of these quarterbacks in 15 minutes? N- not really. I mean, what they what they do, that's why the senior bowl for a lot of them are, are so important. They get more time. Uh, but then, you know, remember, you get, you get visits where, you know, maybe a guy's having a, a workout. So you go in the day before and you may spend a full day with them and then, I like uh, Zoom. One thing that happened with Zoom uh, during COVID is that I know a lot of these teams got m- very familiar because there was no limits on how how many times they could talk to a player on Zoom, and they got very familiar that way too. So, yeah, yeah, the combine the combine really is more about the medical now. I mean, it, it, that's and and obviously maybe some guys that you didn't see a lot you get a chance like linemen and linebackers. You get a chance to, to, to see him physically. But the combine to me is, is all about the medical and, and, and checking out the guys that have had injuries, have had surgeries, uh, or maybe discover an injury that is waiting to happen. Uh, so that to me is more what the combine is about. More back to the Falcons. You don't think they're, they're going to consider Russell Wilson, do you? I do not. And, and and I have Russell's been nothing but nice to me, but I I know in Seattle they they thought he was not declined, but he was beginning his decline. Uh, you know, and obviously it was a bad matchup in Denver, and that's going to be interesting, by the way, where, where he goes. So is, is somebody going to take him on as a starter? I, I don't. I'm not sure. That's certain. I think he's going to have to go in and compete. He won't be hurting for money, though. I can guarantee you that. How about Kirk Cousins? 
I, I think Kirk's a good, a, 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 a really good quarterback. And when you say that, that doesn't make him elite. But if you're a really good quarterback or a good quarterback in the NFL, then then you're pretty you're pretty darn good. And I and and it was funny is that if Brock Purdy hadn't had success in San Francisco, then I would have guaranteed you that Cousins would would be their quarterback. But that's not going to happen. Yeah, I just wonder just how much game he's got left. Uh, you're you're going to pay the guy top dollar. Uh, whoever it is that brings him in, I mean, you're talking about mammoth money. Uh, a guy that's going to be 36, coming off an Achilles injury, and yeah, it, 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 yeah, that's. I think I think he'll 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 do well with the injuries, and but you're you're right. You know, he's the way he's played. He's always gotten top dollar, and uh, he'll land somewhere, and maybe maybe the Vikings is the place where he should land, but. Uh, Why wouldn't the Vikings re-up with him? Well, because if he's going to want a fully guaranteed contract again, even if it's, even if it's only for two years, that that may be a problem. Yeah. Even though, even though, they, by the way, as we've talked about in, in the last couple of years, the salary cap that was suffered during the COVID years is is, is going up. It's it's two hundred fifty million now per team. And two hundred fifty million means five hundred million. I don't care what people say. Yeah. So you do have you do have a lot of money, but there's a lot of good players out there too. You gotta you gotta pay more than one one guy. Just as you were siding with the Chiefs, and you're talking about some all pro guys that they, they could lose if they if they don't take care of business right. More one more thing here, Michael Penix Jr. I'm really high on Penix Jr. And look, having played the game, I just come to the understanding that. Uh, you're going to get hit. Yeah, you're going to get hit hard. And at some point, everybody's going to get hurt. And are yeah. there really teams that would back off because he's been hurt prior to this? I, I just don't get it. I think, well, I think there are some teams that may. But the fact that he didn't get hurt the last two years and he's taken the hits. Uh, and we have a lot of history now that shows that players, and, and I'm talking about running backs, you know, have had those those type of injuries come back and played quite well. So Michael Penix to me is he's the mystery quarterback in this draft. And I'm about mystery in terms of being first round or or high second round. More great stuff. Hope your uh, visit to the dentist went well. And we'll oh, talk. Happy with the teeth. Now I got the doctor later. I'm going to make them all happy. Uh, good job, Mort. We'll talk to you during the combine week, man. All right, Buck. Chris Mortensen joined us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line. Man, we're fired up. We got the big golf tournament coming up on Friday. Our 680 the fan chili dip open at Bears Best Atlanta. We're ready to tee it up at high noon, I believe it is. Uh, I think I'll be able to do the show and then tee it up. So I'm excited about playing in our annual Chili Dip Open, benefiting First Team Metro Atlanta. First big golf tournament of the year. I've been uh, practicing out in the backyard this week, hitting some balls, continuing to work on the, the putting. Want to uh, make more putts this year, DT. 680 The Fan Chili Dip Open. Uh, excited about it. I want to thank some of our sponsors out there. Bears Best does a great job as a host. If thinking about 
putting on a charity golf tournament. That is the place you want to check in. Harris Cherokee Casinos and Resorts, Zero, FG Energy Drink, and Ted's Montana Grill. We appreciate all of our sponsors and uh, just feel happy to prop them up. Say what? Say what? Say what? All right, more on this Falcons quarterback thing. Which, uh, on the way to work, so I'm sitting in five five lanes of bumper-to-bumper traffic on 400 southbound, and I'm listening to the locker room show with home team Finn and John Michaels, and they're talking about the Falcons and a Russell Wilson match. What? And almost bumped into the car in front of me. Russell Wilson? I mean, seriously. He's going to walk in uh, to the Falcons complex with an entourage. There'll be five dudes with him, and he will be telling uh, the Falcons that he needs a key card and a parking spot for these five guys. Got his his trainer's personal trainer, his psychologist, his wife's uh, uh, brother and uh, cousin. And so all these people are going to need a spot at the complex, or he's going home. Russell Wilson, are you kidding me? Talk about high maintenance. Unbelievable. Mark, I, I, just, was, I can't believe it. I was somewhat surprised by Mort uh, not mincing words. He did preface it by saying he likes Russell Wilson. He's worked well with him. Uh, but Mort was dancing around the fact that he, there are a lot of folks close to Russell Wilson who believe that he is um, close, close to John. Done, yeah. That's, that, he, I, was, I was shocked to hear I that. I mean, I'm surprised Matt Lear, the engineer on that locker room show, allowed this to continue to perpetuate this Russell Wilson thing. He's usually back here just yelling. So, you know, the locker room boys, they go to a commercial. And so I go over to the morning show on the other station, see what their take is. And uh, they've got Giggles and Big Mark, and they got Shrimp. And so I hear them, and I'm a little surprised they're not talking about their own individual uh, clubs that they've got. They go on and on about their own individual support groups over there. But they're actually... uh, talking about the Falcons quarterback situation. And, you know, I actually hear them say that they are all for the Falcons keeping Desmond Ritter. And that's when, again, I almost bumped into that car in front of me when I heard that. Keep Ritter? you got to be kidding me. Keep Ritter. After what you saw last season, and you want to keep Ritter, and they said, okay, it'd be a cheap option. And I'm thinking, look, do you want to win? Or you just want to be a shill for the Falcons because you're the flagship. I mean, what is it here? And then they start going into Kirk Cousins and how they uh, they love Kirk Cousins. And, boy, he'd be a great fit. So now they want to invest in a soon-to-be 36-year-old quarterback coming off an Achilles injury, give him a fully guaranteed $50 million a year contract. And he is so close to being washed up and over the hill that his own team, his own organization, the Minnesota, the Minneapolis Vikings, want to kick him out the door. And you want the Falcons to bring him in? I mean, this is absolutely the worst take ever. Tell us how you really feel, Buck. Come on. It's the worst take ever. Oh, okay. And so I'm just fortunate that I didn't bump into the car in front of me. That's the last thing I need to do is wreck the car. 
So that's say what? I mean, can we get our act together when it comes to the Falcons quarterback situation? Say what? I mean, let me rank these things very quick. All right, I'm going to give uh, an F grade to this talk about bringing in Cousins, to this talk about keeping Desmond Ritter. If that's part of your take, I'm going to give that an F. I'm going to give the Russell Wilson to the Falcons talk. I'm going to give that a D minus. I'm going to give this pick a B plus. No, that's a D minus talking about Russell Wilson with the Falcons. Uh, The Justin Fields, bringing in Fields, I give that a C plus. Uh, And I've also heard J.J. McCarthy stay at eight and take J.J. McCarthy. Giving it a B plus. I'm going to give that a D. A D. Let me tell you what an A is. Moving I up, give that pick an A. Move up to the top four and take Jaden Daniels. And that's all I have to say about that. Uh-oh, we better get to the Bulldog beat. The fans got a Georgia Bulldogs national champion on the beat. 25-20, Mark's on like 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! This is the Bulldog beat with Buck Baloo. Presented by Georgia's own credit union and attorney Ken Nugent. Man, I want to be the only show in Atlanta today that brings up college baseball. I love it. Bing. And want to give a shout out to the Georgia Bulldog baseball team. Had Wes Johnson, the head coach, on last week. And uh, they are 4-0, off to a 4-0 start after beating up on Georgia State here in Atlanta yesterday. And my man Charlie Condon. Hit two bombs yesterday in that 15 to nothing blowout win here in Atlanta over the Panthers. How about them? Oh, Charlie Condon, you go, man. Uh, Georgia pitchers, a three hitter. They threw down is at the good? Panthers. Yeah, I'd say shut out on three hits. That is uh, laying down the law. And uh, really anxious to see more of what they got. They're going to return to action at Foley Field Friday, Saturday, Sunday. A three-game set against a a college I didn't even know existed. I had never heard of Northern Kentucky. But uh, they got a three-game series with Northern Kentucky this weekend. Something in in Ohio. Yeah, get out there and uh, see the Bulldogs, cheer them on, and tell my man Charlie Condon to keep up the great work. And then they got this three-game set with... Georgia Tech coming up here in a few days, and really looking forward to that. They'll play one at Tech, one in Athens, and then one up at the AAA site. What is that, Cool Ray Field up in Gwinnett County? So a three-game series with Georgia Tech coming up, too. Hey, don't forget about the Georgia basketball team. Road Dog. that's where he's at. He's in Nashville, 830 tip, SEC Network, Georgia and Vanderbilt. Going to run the floor tonight. All right, coming back on the other side, got some college football news. We'll break it down. Notre Dame, they got to be just either shaking their heads or they got to be happy. We'll, we'll talk about Notre Dame and the college football scene coming up next. Got the Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. 
The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. Welcome back to the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. DT, let's squeeze in some college football today. Mmm, tasty. It's time for the College Football Nugget, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, so we're going to that 5-7 and seven format in the college football playoffs. So the conference champs, the SEC Big Ten, ACC Big 12, Hey, the future looks bright. You win your conference, you're in the playoffs, you get a first-round bye. And then you get the highest-rated conference champs uh, as far as the uh, group of five teams go. They're in. Now, they don't get a bye, but they're in. All right? But what about Notre Dame? Are they in a disadvantage? I mean, they're an independent. They're not in a conference. So they don't have an opportunity to have an automatic buy, an automatic bid, or that buy. I mean, imagine this. Notre Dame runs the table. They're undefeated. They're ranked number one in college football. Then the playoff seeding comes out, and they're seeding, seeded number five. And you're going to go, wait, what? Notre Dame's undefeated. They're ranked number one. How are they the five seed? Well, they didn't win a conference championship. That sounds brutal, doesn't it? That just doesn't sound right. Or would Notre Dame look at it and say, you know what? With a 12-team playoff, this is an easier path for us to make it into the playoffs. So you Notre Dame folks, are you going to look at that as a disadvantage, not having that first round bye? Possibly uh, being the number one team in the country and being seated fifth? Or are you just going to say, hey, it's easier on us? Just an easier path to getting the fighting Irish into the playoffs. Hey, college football's crazy these days. This plays right along into it. There you go. There's your college football nugget. And brings us right to the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers. Keeping Georgia green since 1955. All right, I got my uh, Bucks Beat podcast up. Episode 94 is a brave spring training preview. And my guest is Jeff Francoeur. Frenchie. Want to invite you to check that out. Wherever, wherever it is you get your podcast, you can find it there. So, Matt Lear, if you could uh, notify uh, Cellini of that with the Nick and Chris show coming up so he knows about Buck's beat. I'll let him know. Yeah, let him know that. Cellini's going to take a swing at somebody on this. Just hope it's not me. All right, that's going to do it for my show. Appreciate you hanging out. Nick and Chris are with the Braves down in Florida. Spring training. Stay tuned for that. And have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, bud.
This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download the Fan app. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey, sandwich lovers, today's your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open, Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacey and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner. 